So, another Friday is upon us. Killing everyone out there was a... Those who win all six games will receive a handsome cash prize. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. So, I have a new thing that I'm trying. So, you know, already you and I are radio moguls and podcast moguls. We've already conquered that, right? As much as we can, sure. (laughs) We conquered radio. We're still working on the other half. So my next thing is I want to be an eBay mogul. When eBay first launched, my boyfriend got on immediately. He's always been an early adapter. He's been in technology his whole life. He isn't right now, but he was always in technology. He was like one of those tech geek guys and stuff. And um, so he got on eBay really early. So he's always had an eBay account. But he was never like, it was the kind of thing where if we had something lay around the house, you know, or somebody gave us something we didn't want, we'd put it up on eBay or we didn't really get things to sell on eBay. We just sold off stuff we already had. Mm -hmm. So he's walking down the street. This was uh, maybe like two years ago. He's walking down the street, sees this big box in front of a friend's house and he's like um, and it's open it's right right near the trash she's like all right i'm game i'll look inside he looks inside and he sees about mm, maybe 30 to 40 snow globes just there for the trash like literally in front of the trash like somebody was throwing out snow globes like really good ones or like the cheap plastic ones uh the, no the good ones they're all glass uh, oh okay yeah yeah there was a ton of them so he gets on his phone and he pulls up ebay and he's like i wonder if these things sell turns out there's a whole community out there that are like snow globe enthusiasts mm-hmm. and they sell for anywhere from five dollars to like forty dollars depending on the size and the rarity and that kind of thing he's like screw it i'm taking them so he brings them home he cleans them up and he f- does a whole photo shoot with them, you know, like like they're supermodels. And he puts them up on eBay, and they are selling like crazy. Of the forty, whatever many he had, he sold every single one of them except for one. Then you got to you got to pack them up though. That's a pain in the ass. And yeah, that was. Yeah, that part was a pain in the ass. So we but we figured it out. We got uh, those little packing peanuts, and we got bubble wrap and special little boxes and now he did a good job of like packing them up and making them look pretty and all that kind of stuff and you know they were from all over the world so Mm. people that collect you know like oh i have all of them except for alaska no here's your alaskan one and uh anyway so so he sold all those and he was like huh ebay is like it's lit right now like it's totally lit let's see what else is going on so he he's instead of like selling stuff we have around the house he goes over to goodwill Mm-hmm. And he buys a bunch of things that have, you know, labels, like known labels that he saw that sell on eBay. And he bought them for like 10 bucks each, turned around, started selling them on eBay. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I got to get in on this. Uh, but I didn't even need to go to Goodwill. I just went through my closet. Because if you remember. <laughs> you got a whole storage unit, too. You, yeah, yeah, don't forget right. about that. Right. That's what I did. I went to the storage unit. I got boxes of clothes, stuff that I bought in the 90s and early 2000s, labels like, you know, Chanel and Betsy Johnson and but like high end stuff that I was I used to buy my stuff, self stuff like that all the time. Uh, you know, hey, only child. No, no kids. <laughs> that was right. my like I was like my shoes and my clothes are my kids. Um, but I started selling them all on, on eBay. Like those boxes of stuff, gone. All of it's gone. Like during COVID, that has been my side hustle completely. Mm. So 
he's so into it that there are all these women on Instagram that he's really into following. So this one girl that's on Insta is like one of his favorites. She's in Charlotte, North Carolina. She has an entire house and like half the house is dedicated to all the stuff that she sells on eBay. But she goes to consignment stores. She Mm. goes to thrift stores and she has a list of all the labels and all the stuff that sells. So of course I screenshot it and I went over to a thrift shop today and I was like, oh, let me see if any of these labels are there. And it's better on eBay if you find something with the tags on it. New with tags is like gold. You know, something that's new without tags is good, but new with tags, like never worn, never used, oh my God, like top dollar. Mm. So I found this designer. And what you do is when you go to eBay, don't just look at if the thing is selling because anything could be selling. You got to look at the sold items Mm -hmm. and see how much it's sold for. So I found this designer that everybody loves. I found two sweaters, new with tags. These sweaters were selling for a good deal of money and they were for sale for 20 bucks each. So I bought them Mm -hmm. today. I bought two sweaters for 20 bucks each. So I'm going to turn around and resell for, I don't know, 40, double my money. And then as I was walking out of the store, I found a brand new pair of Jimmy Choo shoes. (laughs) For you. So I'm going to buy two for eBay and then I'm going to buy two for me. Well, I almost did that, but then I went on eBay and I saw that these particular Jimmy Choo shoes had sold again. Some of them were for sale for like $300 and $400. This particular pair sold just last week for $150. Mm-hmm. So screw it. I bought those also. So I'm going to experiment. I'm going to see if this woman in, in North Carolina, in Charlotte, North Carolina, is right. This Insta woman, I'm going to see if she's right. Like, can you buy a couple of items? that are high-end stuff and turn around and sell them for, like, make money. She made, oh, this this is the big thing. She made $200,000. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, if you know what you're looking for, I, I saw something today online, VHS tapes that are still in the plastic, and you see that all the time at mm. Goodwill or whatever. But, like, weird science still in the plastic, 250 bucks. No. Yeah, the VHS movies now are making a huge comeback for some reason. So if you get the movie in the plastic, game on. Get out. Yeah, and you can buy them for a quarter each at Goodwill. So are you going to turn around and resell them? See, I just I don't have time to do that. Oh, so it's really easy. So here's what you do. Let me just tell you right now. When you go to eBay, all you have to do is find that item and just click sell one like it mm-hmm. and then all the information comes up so you don't really have to do much other than take some pictures of your particular you know you pull out your cell phone take a few pictures post them up there it's very easy and on amazon you can just take a photo of the usb code and it pops up how much they're selling for right yes you can definitely you can do that on ebay also my son was doing that when we were at a store closing sale going on. So he'd pick up like, I don't know, whatever, and take a photo of it and say, it's selling for this. And I always use the pawn shop example. As long as you can double your money, mm-hmm. you're good to go. So Right. You if you buy something for 10, yes, if you buy something for 10, you sell it for 20. I know 20 bucks doesn't sound like a lot of money, but you've doubled your money. You're right. Yeah. So... Anytime you go gambling, if you're going to double your money, you're always going to place that bet. So why wouldn't you do that anyway? 
And yeah. when you're going to Goodwill or a consignment sh- store or whatever, you know, if it says Prada, buy it. Right. Right. You know, and you're always going to find Prada things, Gucci things, whatever at thrift shops. That's where they go. Yeah. But some of the thrift shops here in New York are really, they're already, they're on to it. Like I saw this one, there's a, a, label on a jeans label called mm-hmm. frame and these frame jeans are normally like hundreds of dollars so i went to, i went on ebay i was like oh there's a pair of frame jeans right here in this thrift shop i went on ebay they were selling for um 75 bucks I'm like oh awesome you know how much could they possibly be at a thrift shop i was like 10 bucks 15 bucks 65 dollars yeah so that's why you got to find the goodwills because yeah. the goodwills they have a straight price for everything. So it doesn't matter if it's a Prada jacket or a guest jacket, it's going to be the same price. It's going to be the six bucks. Right, right. No, that's really true. This other woman that we follow on Insta, they do eBay, Poshmark, and TradeZ. That's what that's what they're into, these these women that we follow. Um, this other woman, just during COVID, just last year alone, $130,000 in one year from yeah. reselling stuff on eBay. Yeah, it's easy. You go there, you find stuff that looks good, you look it up real quick, and off you go. And those Amazon resale stores, I don't know if they're mm-hmm. popping up in new york like they are down here but you go on some days and you just find things non-stop you you get you find things for a dollar and you can look it up you see people looking it up on their phone while they're shopping and putting things in bags yeah we don't have those here i think they ship all that stuff like everything that gets resold at amazon I noticed because I just recently returned something uh, to Amazon and it's a place in New Jersey. So, I mean, it's look, it's maybe it's worth the drive out to New Jersey to mm-hmm. the Amazon resale place to buy a bunch of stuff. But I don't know. It seems like a pain. In the yeah, ass. they're everywhere here. I mean, I can tell you seven of these things down the street. They're everywhere. And huh. there's another one down the street and they don't sell pieces. They will sell you the whole pallet. So they don't even know it's in a pallet. You just go up there and you say, I give you 600 bucks for that pallet. You take the whole thing. Wait, so do you want to go into business with me? <laughs> no, I don't have time. <laughs> I have no time to do nothing. <sighs> I'm not going to do this. No, all you have to do is oh, go to no. your local Amazon. No, just listen. Go to your local Amazon resale store, buy a bunch of stuff for a dollar, ship it up to me, and I'll sell it. No, I don't have time. I barely have oh enough God. time to, to sleep. Oh, you're so important. You're so busy. I, I, I'm so with my job and this stupid show and my job and family and, and I don't know, eating and I don't know, sleeping. Sorry. What are you doing on Saturdays? You're not working on Saturdays. Go do it on a Saturday. <sighs> okay. So my one day off that I get to sleep and now I got to go work for you more. I'm not saying every single Saturday, just one Saturday a month. That's all I'm asking. One Saturday a month. How about one Saturday every other month? This is not unreasonable. You're just, you're just greedy now. Do you hate money? Is that why you hate money? You don't like money at all. Why do I want money? That's ridiculous. Let other people make money. Why should I? See, you're just going to make more money so you can buy more shit. So you just want more money so you can buy more boots. And there is one of these thrift stores 
uh, like in this little small town in South Carolina. And they have this section that is like Gucci and Prada and all that. So they take and how, the th- how much is that stuff there? Do they Is it expensive? Yeah. I mean, there was a Gucci belt, but they had mm-hmm. it for like 35 bucks. Okay, I think it might be worth it for me to fly down there. <laughs> they did have a pair of Prada boots <gasps> the other Stop day. It. Yeah, so I didn't I didn't ask how much those were, but Yeah, I mean, how much are Prada boots? I don't know. Are they are they cheap? Are they expensive? I know Gucci belts aren't cheap. Uh Gucci belts are $750. Yeah, you got it and- for 35 bucks. And Prada boots are twelve fifty. Twelve. Well, actually, anywhere between like four hundred and twelve boots are expensive. They're they're in the thousands. The, the nice. So if Prada I could have got the boots for fifty bucks, that would have been a good you, deal. Yeah, I could have turned around and sold them for two hundred bucks on eBay. But you're too busy sleeping and eating. <laughs> you're just greedy. That's all it is. <laughs> no, this is my new side hustle. This is my new business. You don't want to be my business partner. Split the profits? No, no, I've I've been your business partner for <laughs> for twenty years now, and it's made me this much money. <laughs> Zero money. Well, I'll, sp- I'll split it with you now, sixty forty. <sighs> Who gets the sixty? You. But then I have to go out on my day off. It's just one day a month. I'm not asking you to do this on a regular basis. Just once in a while. For now on, though, when I walk into a store, I'll take a photo of something if I think it's good, and I'll send it to you. Then you Thank can tell you. me. You can. I will give you that much. We'll start baby steps. So I'll take okay. a photo of the, the Prada boots, and I'll say, do you like these? And if you say, yeah, then I'll buy them and send them to I can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Listen, if you're already there, what's the difference? If you're already there, just take the picture, photo, send yeah. it to me be very easy ladies and gentlemen may i present to you it's the cooper and anthony show women are now sharing comments that men give them in person about their looks oh yep been there go ahead let me hear what some of the other women are are getting so i don't feel so alone in the world men actually give you comments about your looks to your face all the time and unsolicited no that's that's crazy Okay, I'll give you two right off the bat. When I was at a station, a radio station that may or may not rhyme with Shmiel Shmay, um, <laughs> <laughs> one of the guys there had said to me, and I would, okay, it was one of these stations, everybody dressed. Like nobody came in in sweatpants and jeans. Everybody was all dressed up every right. single day. It was crazy. Uh, so I was like, you know, what the hell? I'm into it. So I came in one day wearing a cute little sweater and this little skirt and these pumps and i had like a nice little outfit on and one of the guys the older of the two came over to me and said you know cooper people notice when you dress well like this who the fuck asked you (laughs) nobody fucking asked you i just what i felt like wearing today and then the other one the the asshole the real like piece of crap the piece of smegma um we had done a bunch of we had photo shoot and you know, I'm like, I'm not 25 mm. and I'm standing, I'm standing next to a girl who's 25 and we took a picture together and he came over, he goes, she looks like a supermodel next to you. <laughs> Who fucking asked you, you old piece of crap? 
<laughs> you disgusting piece of garbage. Like nobody asked you, go fuck yourself. You ugly, ugly, uh, like That's unloved piece of garbage. She looks awesome. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Right. And that's just at one radio station. And that's just one. This is one experience. I have literally hundreds, as do other women. One lady said, a guy said, well, many guys up to five guys have said, wow, your hair looks so unkept or wild. (gasps) She said, note, two of them have told me this after sex. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I have a good way to keep your hair nice during sex. Uh, don't have it with you. A grown-ass man, middle-aged man, told me my legs went on forever at my grandfather's funeral. Mind oh. you, I was 14. Ew, gross. Did you call the cops and say, hi, I found a pedophile? <sighs> your legs go on forever. It's disgusting. I'm 14. Okay. Your legs go on forever then. Um, one day I was walking across the, the street to go to my gym. Guy rolled down his window and said, you look like a bitch. Because she has a resting bitch face. Oh, yeah. That's a problem. Like men telling women to smile, that kind yeah. of thing. That's the, that's the same exact thing. You look like a bitch is the other side of why don't you smile more. Yeah, what a piece of garbage. I hate the fact that men feel like they can talk to us. I know. That's I've, I I can't even relate to this because I can't believe guys would say anything to women like this. It just blows right. me away. This woman said, I've had a few guys tell me my septum piercing is ugly and men don't like that. I'm sorry. Was she taking a poll and asking their opinion or was it a shut the fuck up situation? No, she's just standing there and the guy looks at her and goes, I'm, that's know. what I'm saying. It's a shut the fuck up situation. Nobody <laughs> asked you. Nobody likes and you that. Know what? Stop it How with the this? nose thing. Take it out. A, I might be lesbian. B, I might not be doing this for you. This lady said, I was told it's so refreshing to see a woman out on date night with no makeup on. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, you look great without having makeup on. You, sh- you should do that more often. You know, that drives me crazy. There's so many men that have an opinion about women and makeup. They're like, mm, you can use a little makeup. Mm, I like women who don't wear makeup. Mm, you wear too much makeup. How about this? I'm not wearing this for you. I'm wearing it for me, and it's none of your damn business. Guy told me my pants are too tight. Your pants are too tight because she was wearing skinny jeans. Yeah. And she said, why? Can you see my dick? <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. That's very That's good. I like said. that. That's a good answer. And I guarantee you've heard this before. I almost wear no makeup, but for the whole day when I went to my best friend's wedding, I was wearing makeup and people said, look, you can look pretty with just a little <gasps> effort. Oh. Yeah, you clean up good. <laughs> <laughs> see, you should wear makeup more often. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a psycho at all. You clean up good. Come clean up over here. An old, psycho. An old man told me I ruined my perfectly beautiful body with all my tattoos. And this is a, at a place where I worked. Oh, hello, HR. Hi, HR. I have a, a person you need to talk to. <laughs> Before I climbed onto the operating table for a spinal procedure, the anesthesiologist, a white guy in his 50s, stopped me for a third time to ask me if I was sure I wasn't pregnant. 
And now you sure? Because I'm putting you under. You, you'll want to take a test because I, you know, you're positive you're not pregnant. Yeah, I've gotten that before. I'm like, nope, just fat. I well, ha- remember, well, remember, you and I had the car accident, <laughs> and I had my hand over my stomach, but because I'd broken two ribs at that point, I didn't know because I was still in shock. I had my hand over my ribs. You were completely in shock and out of it. You were you were stuck inside the car. They had to use the jaws of life to get you out, and I had my hands over my stomach, and the the emergency worker came over. Remember the the EMT guy comes over and he goes, "Are you pregnant?" And you, without missing a beat, you go, nope, she's just fat. <laughs> and now I'm going to pass back out. <laughs> and now I'm going to pass back. I love that. Yeah, you came to to insult me, and then you passed back out before they rushed you to the emergency room. This lady says, I have PCOS where I can grow a beard that most 16-year-old boys are jealous of. So I've lost count the number of times a guy has advised me to shave or wax my face. I don't understand people's need to tell other people what they think about them. Why do you think we care? We don't care what you think. We're not living for you. I'm six foot one. When I wear heels and go to clubs, I could range from six, five to six, seven. Almost every guy that walks up to me goes, God, you're tall. No shit. Right. <laughs> really? That's like, you know, people saying, well, you're short. No, I had no idea. Yeah. I had a friend tell me he wished he could take my personality and put it in his girlfriend's body because then he would have the perfect woman. Oh, that's a that's a that's a that's a double insult. You just insulted your girlfriend and me. And by the way, I'm texting her now to tell her. She's got a good body though. But <laughs> the I like arrogance. <laughs> but like- the arrogance of a guy thinking that we care. Like no one's asking you your opinion. I think I have a pretty good notion of what they're up to. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. There is a celebrity feud going on that I'm fascinated by. So you know how I love a, a celebrity feud. Anytime you have like Taylor Swift going after Kim Kardashian. You know, or Kanye and Drake battling mm. it out on social media. I love a celebrity feud, but for the most part, you know, there's there's feuds in different. Uh, like I don't know a lot about like country music. I'm, I'm just getting into, so I don't know a lot of the country music feuds. You know, I don't know a lot of. I know the rap feuds. And I know the big celebrity feuds, but apparently there's a big feud going on in the kindergarten world. Apparently on Sesame Street. Elmo and a character, a new character called Rocco, who is a rock, have been having this like long suffering rivalry. This has been going on for a while. And now it's reached like peak, like peak shade. So I wanted to play this for you because this is this just went down on Sesame Street. And I got to tell you, someone's going to throw down. Oh, wow. Hey, could I please play with you too? Please, please, please. Okay, that's Zoe. sounds fine they can so yeah it's, it's yeah it's zoe and elmo are talking and gabby is the human so gabby zoe and and elmo are getting together deciding that they're gonna play together and you know what there's somebody else who wants to play too who Someone else yeah rocco rocco 
Oh, Rocco. So Elmo's rolling his eyes right now. He doesn't like Rocco. Doesn't like his his hand over his face like, oh, not Rocco. Yeah, Rocco. He's my pet rock. And he's my best friend. And he wants to play with us. Sorry, rocks can't play. Oh, Rocco can. He's a very special rock. He can do anything. Go on. Go on Elmo's not into this at all, but he can't get out of it because Zoe's his friend. Yeah, like, oh, God. Yeah, Rocco says hello. Elmo didn't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, nice to see you again, Rocco. So are you going to let him play? Well, um, how much trouble could a little rock be, right? Okay. Great. Bet okay. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Okay, Elmo's very reluctant here, here but they decide to play with Rocco. Hey, hey, So now they do the alphabet game where they jump up and down and they say the alphabet. You know, you're supposed to do it with them and you jump up but and down. Rocco's just you go, a rock. He's not even a puppet. Yes, he's an actual rock. It's Zoe's pet rock. And her best friend, apparently. Zoe's got issues. Listen, Zoe has an imaginary friend, but it's not so imaginary. It's the rock. Says that was a great workout. It sure was, Rocco. Yeah. Workout? But Rocco didn't even move. See? <laughs> you were just too busy to notice. <laughs> so, what should we do next? Oh, Rocco's got a lot of things he wants to do. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. I mean, like, it's the funniest thing. And that's just one video. I found, like, four of them that I went through where I guess somebody brought cookies for Zoe Mm -hmm. and Elmo. And they put three cookies down. And they put down two chocolate chip and one oatmeal raisin. The oatmeal raisin ends up in front of Elmo. And Rocco gets a chocolate chip. (gasps) And Elmo says... I want the chocolate chip cookie. I don't like oatmeal raisin. Right. And Zoe says, sorry, that's Rocco's cookie. And he's like, but it's a rock. Yeah, okay, it's Rocco. That's my friend Rocco. But he's not going to eat. Yes, he is. He's going to eat that. He doesn't have a mouth. <laughs> and and I'm telling you, like, Elmo is just throwing a tantrum. He's like, I'm taking that cookie. And Zoe is like, over my dead body. <laughs> like they, they almost, yeah, it's bad. So Zoe is out of her mind because she thinks a rock, and you you are liking it. <laughs> no, I'm not liking it at all. I think I mean I think it's pretty. It's just pissing Elmo off. Listen, here's the thing: Zoe is a three year old monster. Okay, so first of all, she's a monster. Second of all, she's three. So when you're three, you have imaginary friends, or you make friends out of inanimate objects. The problem is, I think that there's really a battle going on between Zoe and Elmo, and they passive-aggressively talk about each other or to each other through Rocco. But why is Elmo playing with with Zoe? Because Elmo is like 26. (laughs) No, he isn't. (laughs) Yes, he is. He's been around since a long time. So he's like 26, so she's three. That's just weird. No, Elmo's three. Elmo's not three. Okay, so Zoe's Elmo been around, around a long- in the nineties. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Zoe's been around a long time too. So chronologically, she's not three, but for the purpose of Sesame Street, they're both three. They're three-year-olds, and they play together. But I, what I'm telling you is, I think that there is some real beef going on between Zoe and Elmo, and they both yell at each other through Rocco. Oh. 
so it's gonna it's gonna come down to them beating the shit out of each other. I think it's deeper than that. See, for me, okay, so I'm an adult now, so I could compartmentalize these feelings. But when I was watching it, it kind of reminded me when my parents were getting divorced. And I was like, you're going to trigger five-year-olds who are watching this show. Because my parents got divorced when I was like four. And they would talk to each other through me. I was a child. You were were Rocco. I was Rocco. That's what I'm telling you. (laughs) Like my dad would say things to me. Tell your mother X, Y, and Z. My mom would be like, no, tell your father, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm four. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they, I was Rocco. Mm-hmm. So I was triggered watching this. I'm like, that is exactly what's going on. There are going to be children out there. I'm calling out Sesame Street right now. There are going to be children out there who are watching this that are like, hang on, I'm Rocco. Zoe's my mommy. Elmo's my daddy. And there they are fighting through me. Well, I'm t- this the this whole rivalry going on isn't cute. It's going to send five year olds to therapy. I know how you can get away from this and not be triggered. Stop watching it. You don't need. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Sesame Street is not for for people in their thirties to watch because it's going to trigger you. It's for three year olds like Zoe. No, but that's what I'm telling you. I I can compartmentalize it. I understand that this has nothing to do with me. That these are not all those feelings that I had all those years. That's all been. I've dealt with it. I'm over it. I'm done with it. I'm just telling you, Sesame Street. You're going down the wrong road here. I don't like girls. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. This is stupid. This is what I hate about parents, right here, in a nutshell. Okay, what? The Cardi B is is talking about her four-month-old and how brilliant her four-month-old is. <laughs> and that's what yes. I cannot stand about parents because <laughs> parents will say, you'll never guess what my three-month-old did. They wrote a novel or, or whatever the hell. <laughs> and that's, no, your kid is as dumb as my kids. So <laughs> there's nothing special about your kids. But now Cardi B is... is exaggerating this baby is talking uh-huh sure your baby is four month old not talking your baby's not talking it's making uh, gas noises love in the name of jesus christ like first of all my husband saw you can't even talk and you're 34 um yesterday i was like you love mommy yeah and they was then i asked him again you love mommy and he replied back like yeah like not even like, sure. Eh. Yeah, it was like no. That's that's gas releasing from his from yeah. his lungs. And then just now, like he's watching Coco Melon, and they're like, "If you happy, say hello, hello. If you happy, okay, your your kid is freaking brilliant. Say hello. And then like, when they stop, he said, "Oh, <sighs> yo, this is crazy." Uh huh. I don't uh-huh. know if that's like the pandemic thing. I uh-huh. don't know if like what's this the is pandemic normal. have to do with it. <laughs> Yo, like this shit is crazy. Like, okay. I need a. I love I the fact that she and, thinks that the kid that the kid is reacting to the pandemic. He's four tw- months old. Twenty four seven or something. Because, yo, you talking? Yeah, put the camera on him. I want to see him talk. You just turned four months today. You talking for real? <sighs> see, you always get the. And I swear to God, if you had kids, you would be the same freaking way. You would be my two month old, just learned how to fly an airplane, and he can add four plus eight, and he's brilliant. You would have the same thing. 
Well, the thing that drives me crazy is my friend that have my friends that have babies, which obviously I have a lot of friends that have babies, um, like three, four month old babies, and the baby will like put their hand out and be like, you know, just like open and close their hand, and my friends are like, oh, he knows sign language. He's asking for milk. I'm like. No, it's just a baby making a sign, like a, not even making a sign, just a baby being a baby. You know, you can interpret any way you want to. How do you know he's asking for milk? Maybe maybe he's actually sending a signal. Maybe he's actually uh, creating a new theory of relativity. <laughs> How do you know it's just milk? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if he's if he's brilliant, if he's so brilliant, why just milk? Maybe he actually is solving COVID right now. Yeah, what you need to do, Cardi, now that your your son is, is talking a four-month, old is is get on the phone with harvard and put him on a waiting list now because <laughs> the kid's gonna be brilliant i know he's gonna be brilliant because there's so many every parent that i grew up with uh, that my friends that had kids the, all their kids were brilliant all of them were einstein when they were th- three months old and i hate to tell you now they're all losers so <laughs> <laughs> none of these kids are one out of 10 hundred million are smart the other ones are just they attacked the capital on, on a tuesday so, <laughs> a year ago today yeah right these people all those people that attacked the capital they're all their parents thought they were brilliant when, when they were four months old cardi your, your kid is not talking trust me you're insane it's not talking Right. And you're spending too much time. Yes, it is the pandemic. Here, I'm going to take out my psychology hat for one second and tell you that baby talking milestones go like this. At three months old, the baby could like watch your face as you talk and maybe they coo and vocalize, Mm. but they do not. No words come out. No words. Right. By six months old, a baby may be able to say Baba or Dada, but they're not saying bottle or daddy like you may be like oh my god it's his first word he's saying daddy no he's saying da da like it's just that's a normal baby thing ba ba da da they're just they're trying to uh put random syllables together but they have no concept of what the meaning of any of the the, the words they're saying are they're just making sounds and then you're projecting um at nine months old that's about when babies first have like one or two words like no mm-hmm. bye bye you know, they have like sounds and mommy, tones. Daddy. And that kind of, yeah, mommy. Yeah, right. Uh, 12 to 18 months is when they finally can say mama and dada and understand what it means. And they also understand you better. So if you say, if you give them like a quick request, like put that down, the baby will put something down. Like they 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 get the concept now. Um, at 18 months, they start to make up their own words for stuff. Like they may say door for, for dog. Or new news for noodles. It's only if they're it's only if they're born on Long Island do they say door. <laughs> door. <laughs> cool for coffee. <laughs> it's, only, it's only if they're from Massapequa. <laughs> do they say that? And then by two years old is when they start to string together a few words like mommy bye bye or me milk. You know, they start to get the concept right. of themselves and you and you know, something that you want or they want. But that, that all happens, you know, after a year old. So she's, by, by her saying that her four-month-old is speaking, no, don't don't have him apply for Harvard. Call Harvard now and bring him in to be studied because oh, yeah. 
It's it's <laughs> never in the history of babies. There's no four month old talking baby. I'm sorry. And if you think that is brilliant, Cardi B, let's get into my car and let's go to Petco. I can find you a bird that can say <laughs> 10 times more words than that. They can have whole conversations, birds. So <laughs> your kid ain't no smarter than than a bird. That's right. Just say it. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. Now, when you ride Uber, they don't charge you by the mile. They charge you well, by the trip. The trip. Right. Yeah, the trip. Okay. So. Right. So, so for example, like, so if you're if you're in an Uber and you're gonna you run into traffic, they don't charge you more for that. It's just it's whatever the trip is. So if you're going from point A to point B and they quote you thirty bucks, it's thirty bucks whether it takes you ten minutes or forty minutes. Oh, uh, see, that's why this story boggled my mind because i-95 monday shut down because i-95 it runs from pretty much new york all the way to florida right and it was dumped on by snow so fast near maryland it just shut down and people were were snowed into their car yeah, it's I'll tell you as somebody who went to University of Maryland and spent a lot of time in the Maryland Washington DC area. If there'd be a dusting of snow on the ground, like literally a dusting that in New York you wouldn't even notice, they would shut down everything. The schools would shut down. Uh everybody would be running to the supermarkets. It's like, wait, there's like literally a quarter of an inch. Yeah, but we don't have the structure for it. Everybody yeah, get inside. Like they would freak out the littlest bit of snow. So it was shocking that it actually dumped snow and people left their houses. Well, it dumped snow when people were on the highway and it, it snowed so hard, so fast, they got stuck on the highway and they couldn't go anywhere. So a guy was riding in, the new, in an Uber when this happened. And he was stuck with the Uber driver and oh, then God. he gets a $600 bill because no. they were stuck. Yeah. San Francisco, right? Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we had a flight that was going to go from, uh, San Francisco to Dulles, Dulles, Richmond and our Dulles to Richmond flight got canceled. Um, so we had to get an Uber back to Richmond, which was originally going to be around $200. Oof. And then, uh, so we hopped right on the highway and then literally the second we got on there, we were just stuck. Well, and the Uber driver must not have known about this pileup either, right? I guess not. I mean, he he was from around there, but I I, didn't, I, I thought it had been going on all day. That's what he said, so I didn't mm-hmm. understand why you know he hopped on. But what can you do about it? Describe what you saw when you were in the car. Snow. <laughs> <laughs> I saw snow. Uh, there was a lot of people just walking around, hanging out. Hey, you, a lot of the truckers just went see to the little cabin, started sleeping. Um, people were peeing all over, like in the middle of the road. Oh, that's funny. Like that. I mean, They're writing their names in the snow. <laughs> How long were you stuck on the road for? Um, we were stuck from around eleven forty-five till probably ten ten a.m. Wow! So all night long, you're wow. in the car with the Uber driver. Eleven forty-five p.m. to ten a.m. Like nine, nine and a half hours. Nine, yeah. nine, ten hours. Wow. Um, yeah. Did you have stuff with you, like food, water, we, clothing? We had like one little small water bottle that had a little bit of water left in it, but we didn't have any food or anything like that. And we hadn't eaten all day. Oh, what would Cooper do? 
Uh, that is why I travel with food all the time. <laughs> I always have food on. You make fun of me, but I always have like a bag of food and snack bars and things. I always uh-huh. there's never a time in my life I don't have like some almond butter and rice cakes and a bunch of granola bars. I always have food on me. So you would like, have been you, fine. I would have been full. You'd <laughs> be like, I need a nap. I've been eating too much. So we were really hungry. So you finally did get home and you originally had a $200 bill, correct? Yeah, we had a $200 bill and I felt really bad for the Uber driver because he had spent so much time with us that I tipped him like $100. Mm-hmm. And then after that, then I saw the, uh, the $400 added on charge, which I was very confused about. Yeah, what was your what was reaction to seeing that pop up? <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of money. Of course, I was I was a little scared. I was like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. I they didn't mention anything about fares changing or like I was checking mm-hmm. my app when we were in the car, and it didn't. It said the original fare price, so I was confused why why they would put that on after the ride. Yeah, so do, would you have to pay it? No, he's a very nice guy. He's like, I was confused. I'd be like, I was fucking pissed. <laughs> it's not the, the, I was the, calling my congressman, the Better Business Bureau, the head of Uber, Ashton Kutcher. Like, I would have been, because, you know, he's one of the uh, founders of Uber. I would have been <laughs> just, Ashton. I mean, all over s- social media. Like, I'm telling you, I, you, you'd hear about it from space. The astronauts would be up there being like, boy, she's pissed. What happened there? <laughs> I'm telling you, like, he's so nice, that guy. So what Uber has, Uber has surge pricing. And surge pricing, you know about ahead of time. So it's during the highest, it's during rush hour. It's during major events like a concert, a snowstorm. But you know about it beforehand. So if it's snowing and you go to Uber, your normal $15 ride is now going to be 40 because of the weather. So you decide ahead of time, do I want to pay 40 instead of 15? Yeah, what the hell? I'm not getting anywhere, might as well. And then it's your choice. They can't then retroactively charge you. That's not legal. That's I mean that that is that's more than price gouging. They they quoted you a price and then they just randomly tacked on another four hundred dollars. No, I hope you fought it. Yeah, for no reason. No, I would have called my credit card company and said I agreed to two hundred dollars. I tipped the guy a hundred. That's it. I, I am not paying the full amount. And if they argue, I'm going to ask. And, you know, I, honestly, they should have said to him, listen, our driver shouldn't have taken that road and got you stuck. This rides on us is how they should have handled it rather than charging him. Yeah, it's not their fault, though, that it snowed. I mean, it's that that shit that this happens. Yeah, right. But it's but they shouldn't they shouldn't charge. So they charge this guy for the snow. He's not in charge of the snow either. Hmm. I don't like none of it. Uh also in the news today, Peter Ngdo made is making news today. Who? Exactly. Peter Ndo. He was on WGN this morning. And if you don't know who he is, he's the inventor of Birds Aren't Real. Oh, for fuck's sake. This again? No. <laughs> so he was no, on no, w- no. he was on WGN this morning talking about birds aren't real. And so he's on I guess the Zoom with the two people on WGN in Chicago today, and he's drinking a lot of water while he's on uh-huh. here. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. So are there people that find your account and think that it's real? You know, I think there's a lot of people that find our social media accounts and see a different side of Gen Z in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Gen Z is full of some amazing 
Gen Z isn't full of children. What's he talking about? Wait, here we go. He's drinking water again. <laughs> he oh God! Throws up everywhere. Live. He on threw up. <laughs> He's Wait, he drank water and just threw up. This went. <laughs> no. <laughs> Get out. Conspiracy theories. Why? <laughs> yeah. See, he is not helping the birds aren't real cause here by throwing right. up on TV. Right, by getting on TV and just vomiting everywhere. He, well, you know, he's stupid, so he's probably not vaccinated and has COVID, so. Oh. No, he, yeah. I, I think he's smart. He's a very smart guy. Yeah, he's brilliant. He says birds aren't real. Yeah. And That's <laughs> the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission tweeted and said birds are real. So after they saw this, they said birds are. Nobody asked you, U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission. You don't know. The Audubon Society, the people that are in charge of the birds, they say birds are real and told the guy to go see a doctor, both a mental health professional and somebody to help him with his food poisoning or COVID or whatever the hell's wrong with him. I don't know why he's vomiting on national television. Oh, that's so gross. I can't watch that over and over. It's so gross. I love this guy. It's, but you know what? Now it's it's gross, but I also want that sound to now be the ringtone when you call. <laughs> oh, it's Anthony on the phone. Hello. <laughs> oh, it must be Anthony. <laughs> and I like the oh I'm so sorry afterwards. I, I want all that for my ringtone. Conspiracy theories. Why? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> is that Anthony on the phone? <laughs> this is not live. It's like a rerun. It's a rerun. It's the Cooper and Anthony show. I want to talk about flatulence. Okay. Now, this is, no, this part is it's smart talk, talk about, about real, real life. life. I want to talk about flatulence. <laughs> Oh, no. Am I getting on a button now? Oh, good. Excellent. Okay. Here's the thing. Passing gas, normal. We all do it. Uh, apparently, Hippocrates had something to say. He said, necessary to well-being. Everyone does it. Um, the average person experiences flatulence 15 to 20 times a day. 20 times? Mm -hmm. A day? A day. Does that, mean, does that mean they let it go that many times, or they have the urge to? Well, they expel one to three pints a day on average. Wow. Mm -hmm. Now, some people hardly notice it, but others, it's a major embarrassment. And how gassy you are depends on what you eat, the balance of bacteria in your intestines, and whether you have any underlying gastrointestinal conditions. Some people grab their lighter and go, Chad, watch. <laughs> is, that, is that true? People, is that just one of those things that happens in cartoons? No, you really, no, it actually Oh, that's works. real? I've, yeah. I've seen it done. I've seen it done, too. I'm so Sorry to hear that. High school parties. <laughs> of course. Is Sean Lee's trying it right now? <laughs> I'm sure he is. <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> He's just sitting on the couch going, mm, what can I do? Oh, okay. Well, anything to light the house on fire. That's He's interested, right. you know, as you know. Um, okay, now, here's what's interesting. Now, the cause. Flatulence consists mainly of five odorless gases. Odorless, okay? Nitrogen. Not mine. Listen. There's one in there that's odorous. Oh, okay. She's getting to that. <laughs> okay, nitrogen, 
oxygen, hydrogen, carbon dioxide, and methane, but it's the trace of sulfur. That's responsible oh, for the odor, the that sulfur. darn sulfur. Mm. That's why when you eat eggs, for example, because eggs are full of sulfur, that's the problem. It's, it depends on what you eat. That's why your diet has a lot to do with it. That's why so, I don't eat eggs. Well, there you go. Now, a small amount of flatulence comes from air that you swallow when you eat and drink. Really? Especially if you eat and drink quickly. Mm-hmm. Like if you're gulping your food, yeah. it's got yeah. go, to go somewhere. Well, I knew you, it would, you would maybe belch, but I didn't think it would come out the other end, too. It could come out either end. Wow. But it's the air you, you bring into your body. But most is produced by harmless bacteria that ferment undigested food in the large intestine. So did you spend uh, part of your day-to-day uh, researching flatulence? <laughs> I did. <laughs> okay. I did, no, because I think it's interesting. Look, I, have, I don't know about you. I have a lot of friends that have irritable bowel syndrome. Uh-huh. It's actually it's quite common, especially for women. Um, so people with that may especially be sensitive to gas, so they have to really worry about what they eat. Because right. the whole idea of ir- irritable bowel, you know, they used to say that if you came to the doctor with some weird stomach thing and they couldn't diagnose you, they'd just go, oh, you got irritable bowel, and they would send you out the door. Mm. But it's actually, it's a real problem. And people people seriously suffer from this. And there's medications now that you can take, but mostly they try to um, change your diet, and that's usually the key to it. So but the, people with IBS are especially sensitive to gas. So the whole time you're researching this subject, you're trying to figure out how to do it and not make Chad and I giggle the whole time doing it. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> no, because I think, look, it's something we all do. It's something we all experience. And don't, and don't you want to know ways that you could, if it bothers you, the ways that you could fix it? It and doesn't make bother it, me. It bothers you guys when we're on the air. So it doesn't bother me at all. But it bo- if, if it bothers you or a spouse or it's a problem for you, I'm going to tell you some things you can do to fix it. Okay. What's wrong with that? Now, carbohydrates, sugars, and starches tend to trigger the most gas. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Beans, obviously notorious gas yes. producers. There's the song. The magical fruit. That magical fruit. Right. Right. Um, it Because ha- they have something in them. Are beans the- really a fruit? No. <laughs> it's no. a song. It's a legume, isn't it? (laughs) Uh, But in them, there are, I don't know if I can pronounce this, oligosaccharides. Uh Oligosaccharides. Anyway, that's what's in... Beans. Beans, right. Okay. Um, Poorly absorbed complex sugars that are found in broccoli and other vegetables, and whole grains. That's why you should never eat vegetables. No, you can eat vegetables without... No, but that's why, like, Beano, for example, that's why people who eat a lot of beans and a lot of vegetables take Beano, because it, it, it dissipates a lot of this for you. Okay. So, okay, here are the steps that you can take. Um, first, to identify what makes you the most gassy, you keep a food diary. Noting a flatulence when, diary. No, no, well, yes. Noting when the problem occurs, because some people, they might be lactose intolerant and not even realize it. Honey, what are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> Keeping a diary. No, but some people, listen, it's not just, you know, oh. That was about a seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people have real problems with this. I know you guys think it's very funny. But people, I mean, the, the actual discomfort and bloating feeling, it's awful. People don't want to deal with that. Okay. And it's a problem that people have. Yes, so what you could, so the first thing you do is you keep a food diary. Okay. Now, I, I didn't know I was lactose intolerant, and then I found out I was. I had major stomach problems. I had a... Um, Arthrosco- no, no. What's the thing where they stick um, down your st- to your stomach with the camera? Um, drilling. Not a colon. Uh, endo- 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 endoscopy. Endos- whatever it is. Okay. Endoscopy. Uh, endoscopy. Colonoscopy. Cat scan. They did all that stuff for me. I had to do this one where they. I had to drink this liquid and walk around. How nasty and then- was it? Oh, it wasn't bad. No, no, okay. it, was, it was. It actually wasn't bad. But it was this weird liquid. I had to drink it, and then they X-ray you. 
to see to be able to look inside you with this liquid stuff to see if you have anything really really wrong with you mm-hmm. and after I went through all this very expensive testing because I had major stomach problems my doctor started to he asked me to keep a food diary and that's how I found out I was lactose intolerant and I, and we, I didn't make the connection that anytime I had dairy is when I had the most severe problems he was like house he was like house wow so you know so that's the thing so you keep a food diary noting when the problem occurs in what you've just eaten because everybody reacts differently to foods you know mm-hmm. hi Tracy how are you I'm just fine Cooper how are you I'm I'm not as gassy as I used to be because I keep my food diary now <laughs> <laughs> well um, I think I can trump anything in your little food diary um, as a person who has had gastric bypass surgery <gasps> I can clear a room really? in 10 seconds or less. <laughs> congratulations. Thank you very much. You know, what else do you say? I almost want to be like, congratulations. I need to shake your hand. Now, is that because of the gastric bypass? Yes, ma'am. It's, You're um, kidding. It's because you don't absorb what you would have before. It's, it, they bypass a lot of your intestines so that the, the, the digestion and the bacteria that you would at one time absorb is now in there just wreaking havoc upon the aroma that would eventually make its way out. Collecting all the bacteria in your intestine, doing all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it has its own little hokey pokey dance in there and when it comes out, you just kind of go oops, sorry. Do they tell you this is a side effect before you go into surgery? Well, they mention it. Um, They say that, you know, you'd be prepared, but there's just no way to verbally prepare you for that (laughs) until... um, It's going to be bad, Tracy. I'm just warning you. you. Get a gas mask. Yeah. uh, I I can put my 10-year-old to shame. (laughs) I can put my husband to shame, and I can put any one of his buddies to shame. It is not a proud moment, but it's, it's a humorous one because I can tell I try, to, I try to be real discreet, and mm-hmm. then I, can, I, I blame it on the dog sometimes. <laughs> That's why you have dogs. Yeah, I have a German Shepherd who, I, who is, a, is blamed for more than she actually does. Oh, the <laughs> poor German Shepherd. Yeah, but that's okay because she doesn't care. That's right. That's true. And, she's proud. Yeah, she, hey, she, she's a dog. That's true. And, um, <laughs> so I can, my husband will go, no. <laughs> oh, no. So we have Alst deposited in different areas of the house mm-hmm. so it's within reach within and all i have to do is reach for it and they go oh crap and they run <laughs> right oh, no. yeah so i win i win the prize for the for the yuckiest but Smelling. i have lost 115 pounds since <gasps> april so congratulations i gotta tell you the health uh benefit to that way way surpasses any smell that's coming oh, yeah. out of you and anthony um before when you were on another show a long time ago i was you're not going to remember, but I was one that was really upset about being overweight, and I eventually ended up having to have surgery. So, what? Well, congratulations, would, Tracy. Would, would you do the surgery again? Oh, in a heartbeat. You would? Absolutely. Mm. I mean, you know, I, I don't eat sugar. I don't, I don't have a lot of room, but, you know, mm. hey, I can get down on the floor and hang out with my kids and play around, and, uh. and I can wear clothes that I haven't worn since high school. So, mm-hmm. woohoo! I'm a happy girl. Good and you're going to live a long time to see them and, oh, their, yeah. and grandkids Absolutely. and stuff like that. Absolutely. It's, it's you know, it, to be humorous, it's funny that, you know, it's a very scary aroma that comes around me once in a while. But, <laughs> and there's nothing you can when take when I to in help the hospital, it? hospital, we had a lot of nurses that had had it done, and it was which one of us did it. So <laughs> we would just go, hey, and it, it could have been any one of us. There was five of us that had it. So Well, isn't there different types of surgery like that? Can't they do like the rubber band around oh, the yeah, stomach? There's, and... there's a lot of different things they can do. Um, mm-hmm. I, the, the, just 
the way that my surgery worked out, it's, <laughs> yeah, you just don't absorb as well. And um, unfortunately, one of the side effects is you mm. just hate me when I have eggs. So. Right. Oh, so, so it does depend on what foods you oh, eat. Yeah. So there's eggs, some foods eggs, that don't do it to you. I don't even like myself when I've been around <laughs> eggs. So <laughs> I, I, try, I try to go outside and stay outside most of the day if I've had eggs. That way it goes away wow. quickly. Yeah, and nothing don't. helps like Beano or no. gas eggs, none of that stuff. No, 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 no. Wow. No, it's just a it's just a curse. But you know, if I don't like people, it's a pretty cool thing. <laughs> oh look, did you see that elephant running to the chair? <laughs> and then I tear off running in the other direction. And they, then they just fall over dead, and then I just laugh. So. Tracy, I have a meeting tomorrow with people I don't like. I'm gonna fill you full of eggs and take you with me. Okay, cool. <laughs> Scrambled with cheese would be my preferred. You got it, baby. I'll the shortest meeting ever. <laughs> Thank you. Congratulations, but- Tracy. That's an amazing accomplishment. Congratulations. I'm bringing her to every. I'm bringing meeting. her to everything. I know, I love staff her. meeting we have. But, but before, That's right. before we go to the break, I have to ask Cooper one final question. Yes. Do you do that in front of Sean Lee? Of course. Do you, do you really? Yeah. And you know what's so funny is, you know. You don't have I, contests and things like that, do you? No, no, we're not, a, we're not a contest kind of couple. No football. After two years, you do that? Pff, I, you can answer it the first week. Oh. I was like, what's your name again? Oh, sorry. That was me. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you Look, guys don't even have a dog to blame it on. Well, we have pictures of dogs, <laughs> so we point to them. That picture did it. That picture did it. <laughs> uh, I got to tell you, he's the champion, so I'm not, I'm not half as bad as he is. I can't believe you guys do that. Of course we do that. You don't do it in front of your wife, Anthony? Well, yeah, but <laughs> women aren't supposed to do that. Right. Your wife doesn't do that in front of you? No, not supposed to. Does does Leslie do it in front of you, Chad? No, only sometimes there's acts, you know, things accidents happen, but not, right. not on purpose. Certainly not. No. no, I don't do it on purpose. Oh yeah, you I don't do. walk over and go, "Hey, Sean, check this out." Oh, I bet you do. No, of course I don't. <laughs> Pull my finger. No, of course I don't. <laughs> no, I get mad because he does, and he'll make like a whole song and dance out of it. I'm like, just must you? <laughs> must you? One, two, three. <laughs> Yeah, that's what he does. Stuff like that, or he'll make like a little cute little position. I just that really grosses me out. Cute position. With women, does it's he... like if it happens by accident in front of your husband, that's a different story. I mean, I try and go to the bathroom when I can, but you know there are times that you can't help yourself, and of course, no. it's your husband. Does he ever do it under the covers and then fan the blanket? He knows better. He knows he'd he'd be divorced the next day. He knows. You ever done knows. that one, Anthony? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I think every guy has. Yeah, that's yeah. just fun. Yeah, that's right. For nobody good, but you. Good, clean fun. It's not fun for anybody. <laughs> yeah, my wife sleeps with the Lysol next to the that's bed. What, you know, no joke. We when when Tracy said that the house thing, I was thinking to myself, we have them all over the house because of Sean Lee. He always has to have one next to him because he he does the fish oils because he's got um, triglycerides, so he has to do a lot of fish oil, and it makes him really stinky. <laughs> so yeah, we have that house as well. Right now he's listening to the show going, shut up! <laughs> no, guys are proud of that. Guys love that Not stuff. Not talk about it on the air. Guys love that stuff. <laughs>